Hotel was going down. Welcome to today's episode of the Confidence in the Clutch podcast on the Confidence in the Clutch Network. I'm Donald Nelson, Dizzle, DZ, DZS, DZD, DZOS, Don P, Don D, Don, really your host with Supreme Confidence. Put the following all on the t shirt, y'all. Whether it's a game of basketball or the game of life, you got to have confidence in the clutch. Practice makes confidence, pressure makes diamonds, stay sucker free. Keep it a bug like Milwaukee, I'm an IP. Stay walking, get out, go, ball or bust. You can't fit in when you're standing out. Last year was about branding, this one about expanding. Colorism is dead, black is black. Every disagreement is not a fight. You get to make the decisions, but you don't get to decide the consequences. Everyone is entitled to their own opinion, but not their own facts. No shine without the grind. I work for myself, so I guess I work for a boss. You buy once, you cry once. Cheap creator content. Don't sink the shit just because you ain't the captain. If it doesn't fit, make it fit. Didn't reinvent the wheel, just a better design. Deez did. Takes a village to raise a kid, but still could produce an idiot. All black with a little bit of gold. Let me show you our confidence in the clutch road. Food for the spirit. Confidence in control. Get your confidence together. Get your clutch together. Support your own African. Ah, I can always do it because I want to say African black on, right? American born African. Black on. I got to do this right here. Here it is. American born African. Black owned media for everyone. Listen to and follow the network on various platforms. Confidence in the clutch.podbean.com. And wherever you listen to your podcast, search Confidence in the Clutch. Follow, share, rate, and review is important. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at K&K. Visit us on Facebook at Conference in the Clutch. Coming up, talking about uh, Nuggets winning the championship, Brittany Griner at the airport. we got quick ones, Shannon Sharp and the Home Depot girl, woman. I don't know why they call her girl. It's just a woman, man. Like always, bringing you quality content with strong opinions and facts. At Conference in the Clutch, we are fear more than love and never hated, y'all. Come ride me for a minute, man, because the hate don't bother us, man. Confidence starts right now. Three, two, one. Confidence on three, in the clutch on six. One, two, three. Confidence. Four, five, six. In the clutch. Confidence in the clutch. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to episode 319 of the Confidence in the Clutch podcast. Confidence in the Clutch Network with Donald Nelson. Y'all know what it is, man. Hope you had a good couple days. Let's get into it. Back with the Shure SM7B. Had to try to figure it out again and see what it do. It's that mastering program that just takes it to the other level of the game. And here we go again. I don't have my stuff, but we all good. Um, Brittany Garner, we're going to talk about that. I got to get the iPad, though. That's how you know we putting in the work. We ain't focused, though. It's Brittany Griner shit, man, at the airport, man. Shit. Let me see. Uh... Melania Trump showed up to see Trump at the. Uh, Melania Trump showed up at the. <laughs> Melania Trump showed up at the to see Donald. She can't come to see me though. All right, we're ready. <laughs> Brittany Griner shit, man, at the airport. Let me tell you. Uh, um. Fair game. And it's fair game because people ain't doing what the fuck they said they were supposed to do. It ain't fair game for Britney. She don't have the... She doesn't have... Uh, she doesn't get the right to be uh, harassed like that. They should not have those women walking through the airport like that. They should have at least a gate they can come through. A separate gate or a holding spot or whatever. Or they get some type of something else. Like, they're superstars. People got them on the wall and everything like that. They shouldn't just be... Um, be able to walk through like that, just even off the whole 
I want autographs. I want pictures and all that stuff. Or even the stalker stuff, they are women. So what about the man that's stalking them? You know what I mean? Because they're attracted to them and stuff like that. That's dangerous right there. They can have a crazed fan. So they shouldn't be allowed to walk around like that on team business. Now, whatever they do in their personal life and all that, that's something different. Yeah, if they, if they get harassed and all that shit on some personal shit, then it is what it is. But not on team business, though. But the WNBA said that she was going to have extra security this year due to the whole uh, prisoner swap with Russia, right? For the merchant of death. So why in the fuck is she walking through the airport without extra security then? <laughs> like, shit called a sheriff, get a police escort from the sidewalk to the plane. Like, they had the sheriffs, like our shit in Milwaukee, Milwaukee County, the sheriff's department controlled that. So they had a share, so you might have to pay a little bit, but it might be cheaper than the private security or the charter the flight shit. You feel me? Like, we all know the WNBA ain't got the money to charter the motherfucking flights. Otherwise, they would do it. I don't get why people don't understand that piece. It is not nothing sexist about it. Y'all want to be real about WNBA? Understand all the owners is using that league as a way to cut paying taxes. Shit. Because you're losing on a business, man. <clears throat> it ain't got shit to say about the women It's just the, the, the revenue generated fam What you gonna do about it But my thing is Was this shit stay so that the players In the union can demand charter flights now That's gonna be a lot of money I was listening to Van Lathan A higher learning podcast And he was talking about how the NBA 10 billion dollars Revenue generated And uh, it costs Like 30 million or whatever to uh, charter day flights or some shit like that. And WNBA costs like 20 million to charter day flights. And um, they only bring it in 100 and almost 200,000 to 200, 200, 200 million. So it's fucked up how the Mercury didn't have that flight chartered. Because they didn't know if they could pay for it. Like, it was a lot of saving face at the end. The NBA, the WNBA released something. The Phoenix Mercury released something. Basically, somebody don't want to foot the bill for Britney's charter. Because the whole team don't get the charter. Only Britney get the charter. So how are you asking Britney to go out here without her teammates to different games for her security? Just on the airplane shit, like. If y'all ain't got armed security with her because people want to cause her harm, I don't know what the fuck we doing. My thing is to the WNBA and the Phoenix Suns, y'all talking shit. Who else in the who else who else is in the fucking earth who's <laughs> yo? Who in the fuck else is going to pay for it? You know what I mean? Duh. One of y'all supposed to pay for it, but we've been in the WNBA season, so the shit should have been paid for already. Dropped balls for sure. We're lucky that's all that happened. Now, the little buddy, as soon as he made a physical contact with her and shit, and he's spinning around motherfuckers like he Michael Jackson and shit, as soon as he made physical time contact with her, or that came too close in her personal space, the team should have just whooped his ass. I've seen worse, right? I've seen basketball players get down. I remember I'm a girls basketball coach for 22 years. They should have whooped his ass in the airport. She was trying to avoid him and shit. And as far as the teammates that said, you're fucking weird, you're weird, bro. They should have checked him for Brittany, who's under the microscope. Like, you punk motherfucking all this. They should have been in his face and just took the heat for it. 
And then when they got fined and a fine, somebody would have paid their fine, all that shit, though. But you just ain't finna sit here talking shit to Brittany. Brittany ain't trying to say nothing to you. She might have been a little nervous, but she's trying to do the proper thing. Like, I ain't got time to be talking to your troll ass, man. Might have knew who the fuck you was. They say he was a troll. But she ain't deserved that, but it was fair game because WNBA didn't do what the fuck they were supposed to do. It's fair game because the Phoenix Mercury do what the fuck they supposed to do. But at the same hand, WNBA ain't going to pay for it. The Phoenix Mercury's supposed to pay for it. Listen, man. I told y'all last week The Saudis are trying to get in American sports You know what I mean They doing what they do with the PGA They need to buy the W But they don't fuck with the whole Lesbian shit and they don't treat Their women the best so Yeah <laughs> That'd be good for them to save grace In the show but they, that goes against Their religion and if I'm not Mistaken most of them are Muslims So They do the math let me know in the comments what y'all think, man. Fuck them. All right. Ain't too much on NBA week. We celebrating the Nuggets, but yo. <laughs> hey, yo, man. Zion's dad, man. Better go on with that shit, fam. <laughs> like, dog was at a press conference for like Zion's organization and a project he's doing with like one of the parishes, counties or some shit, school district and shit. And it's like, yo, y'all got a Christian household, son? Well, Zion out here work, acting like a heathen, so the nigga likes pussy. Pops is like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Y'all gotta have a Christian household, all y'all want to. The nigga like pussy, and he like pussy with fake titties and fake ass. He like sex workers. He like motherfucking Instagram models. He like strippers, uh, table dancers. He like all that shit. So he likes what he like. So. Pops hit us with the believe none of what you hear and half of what you see. Come on, G. This nigga ain't jive with the shit. He wasn't with guns and shit. He just like pussy. Like, y'all mad he like pussy? Like, he just messes with messy women who are strippers and porn stars. Most men would, though. That's the catch. Most men would. Have I? Yes. So, most men would. Then you hit them with the, come, come here, son, and give me a hug. Like, you was pausing, nigga. You was posing, Pops. L-M-M-F-A-O. And another thing. <laughs> why is Daddy do that at the press conference anyway? Posing ass. He had an order for that shit. It was out of place. It's like he wanted some attention to something. There's kids there. You talking about some social media shit. Strippers and, and sex workers and shit, man. Get out of here, man. These daddies, man, we're trying to be in the limelight. I don't get it. I try to play the background as much as I can. The background limelight is when I need to talk to my son and my daughter. You know what I mean? Shout out Fred Van Vliet declines his 22.8 million player option with the Toronto Raptors. He will become an unrestricted free agent. Don't ask me where he's going to go or none of that shit. I don't know. It all depends what everybody else do. It all depends what Dame do. Where Dame go, everything else shakes. What Dame and Kyrie do, let me figure it out. All right. Let's talk about why we're here, man. The finals. Aha. Come on. The Denver Nuggets. Our new NBA champion. Beat the Heat last night, man. Huh? Beat the Heat last night. 89 and 94. That shit was like an old school game. Quarter one. 24-22. The Heat won that quarter. The Nuggets came out on fire. I'm like, yo, they on a mission, yo. Like, please don't let this be a blowout, though. Like, because 
It was crazy because he was out to a 5 0 start. Then the Nuggets went on a 12 0 run. Jokic and Gordon got two fouls apiece and shit. Then he started picking up full court pressure and shit, and that pressure sped up Denver. Then Bam was landing all on the line, all the moves, all what Bam had. He was doing everything he could, playing very well. A shout out to Bam out of Bayou. You know what I mean? Denver wasn't making shots at that point in time. But then they, they 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 did enough to make sure that they were in the game. So Bam at 14 at the end of the first quarter, 6-11 from the field and six rebounds. Jokic at three and three in nine minutes. I'm like, all right then. Second quarter, the Heat won at 27 to 22. Like, okay, Murray and Gordon's fouls were bullshit because they had their hand on the ball. And I know we say hand is part of the ball. They might have got some of that hand, but they had that hand on top of the ball. Some both hands on the ball. Both had hands on the ball. Listen, the most aggressive team gets the call. So at that point in time, Miami was the most aggressive team. So they were getting those calls. Now, if Denver was the most aggressive team, they would have got that jump balls. Because he was playing aggressive as fuck. Jokic came back with nine minutes left in the quarter. And four minutes, 42 seconds left for the first quarter. The Heat went on a 31-13 run. They was balling. They was balling. They was balling. So at half, the Heat was up 51-44. I'm like, shit, we going back to uh, we going back to motherfucking Miami because the Heat was looking really good, really good. But you know, basketball is a game of runs, though. Basketball is a game of runs. So I had Bam at 18, nine and one. Jokic at nine, nine and four. He was four of 15 from trade ball. The Nuggets one of 15. Free throws. The Heat was nine and 11. Nuggets was three for eight. I'm like, yo, yeah. Turnovers 10 to four. Heat like the Heat was doing everything they needed to do. Playing aggressively on the offensive end, going to the hole on the defensive end, getting a big players in foul trouble. The Denver's main players in foul trouble look real good. So I'm like, half halftime adjustments. What's gonna happen for the, for Miami? Like Miami has to keep the pressure on and the energy up because we know the run is coming from Denver. And I said Denver, one of 15 three point field goals will not shoot badly from three the whole game. We know they're gonna hit a couple. And Yoko just got to get to the foul line. You know what I mean, it is what it is. We get to the third quarter. Here we go. We're trying to get into that lead. The Nuggets won that quarter 26 to 20. 71 to 70 Heat at the end of the third quarter. Murray hit a transition three at 644 at a game in the third quarter. Ties the game as part of a 16 to 9 different run. Here they come. Here they come. The runs, right? So they went from. <clears throat> It went from being down seven, excuse me, at half to being down one at the end of the third quarter. Quarter four, the Nuggets won at 24 to 18. Jimmy, he had five Jimmy Butler. Miami, now, mind you, Miami was doing this without Jimmy playing well. He had five points going to the fourth quarter. Four minutes, KCP. Four minutes left in the, in the game. KCP hit a three with 86-79. I said, that's the nail in the coffin. I said, that's nail in the coffin right there. Basketball games get one or lost on one possession. And that tray ball was the one. Now, Jimmy got fouled on a three with three minutes, 21 seconds left. Hit all three of his free throws. That put heat, the heat down one, part of an 8-0 heat run. Then Jimmy scored 13 points straight. 13 points straight for the heat. And then he dribbled. He dribbled. He dribbled in one dribble too much into the paint on that jump stop and then had nowhere to go because Jokic and like somebody else was on him, Gordon or somebody, and they long-ass arms. He couldn't only pass one way. KCP was there. It is what it is. Jimmy got to shoot the pull-up one step 
before he get to Gordon and he want to do that pump fake shit. But Jimmy said he wasn't hurt in the post post game shit. Jimmy was hurt, G. You can tell from his lift, how gingerly he's walking, what he was trying to do with the rock. He wasn't doing the shit he was doing against the Bucks. He wasn't doing the shit he was doing against the um. They playing the second round. It wasn't the Sixers, was it? Who gives a fuck? He wasn't doing what he's doing supposed against them or the or the Celtics, right? So turnover, KCP get the ball, gets fouled, his both free throws, put the Nuggets up three with twenty four point seven seconds left. All right, Jimmy comes down, and this is when I knew Jimmy was hurt again. Why would he take a fadeaway three with all that time in the game left? Right, he had all that time in the game left. That was a hero ball shot because he can't get to the hole. Shout out. Denver, 2023 NBA champions. Best player on the foe last night was Jokic. He had 28, 16, and 4. The Nuggets shot 48, 45% from the field. The Heat shot 34%. They put up 96 shots. The Heat did. Three-point land. Heat 9-35, to 26%. Nuggets 5-28, 18%. Free throws, the Heat was plus 3. The rebounding shit. Nuggets 57-44, to 44, plus 13 defensive rebounds. And that's where the game was won. At points in the paint, Nuggets 16, 60-44, second chance points. Heat 19 uh, to 12. That's where the game was won at. Bench points, Heat 27 to 21. But them rebounding, what I say, plus 13 defensive rebounders? Hell yeah, that's where the game was run, won at right there. So, listen, Michael Porter Jr. played. He bought his ass out 16, 13, and 3. My main man, Maul, Jamal Murray had 14, 8, and 8. Jimmy had 21, 3, and 5. Bam at 20 and 12. Larry had 12, 94. Like it was a Clank Fest. Clank Fest 23. Like he had a chance to win a game. You know what I mean? The basketball's a game of runs, so they did what they did. It was just, them legs looked dead. Denver came and did what they did. Game of runs. Jimmy turned over that crucial, 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 crucial possession. They went up three, and Jimmy shot that three instead of getting to the basket because, man, it was just tough. It was tough. It was tough. It was tough. Good series, though, but it was just tough. Denver was, Denver was the more talented team, though. It's fucked up that Hero couldn't get back in there, but Denver's the more talented team. All right, so Jokic, Bill Russell, finals MVP. He averaged 30-14-7 in the finals or whatever. Might have been for the whole offs, but uh, unanimous finals MVP. My man Jeff Green got one. DeAndre Jordan got one. Ishmith got one, you know what I mean? The OGs got one. Like... Crinky has mad chips. They own her. He got one with the Rams. He got one with the Colorado Avalanche. Los Angeles Rams, of course. Colorado Avalanche. Denver Nuggets. And he own Arsenal. Or parts of it. Jokic was first in points with 600. Rebounds, 269 and assists. 190 in his postseason. Jokic. The regular season award shit. He stopped trying to get the MVP once motherfuckers said that shit. Right. That they was trying to give it to the white man instead of the black man. <laughs> Kendrick Ferguson. <laughs> so he just showed the motherfucker in the playoffs who he was. And like he said in the post game, the job is finished. We can go home now. He want to go home. He want to go to Serbia. He want to go with his horses. He want to go with his people. He want to chill. He don't want to get the fuck about America. He good. He's simple man. I appreciate that, y'all. Next for the Nuggets. And his daughter was acting very well up there on that stage. She was just chilling. Probably didn't know what's happening, but all them people around her, she wasn't freaking out. Daddy, daddy, daddy. She had her little butter soft leather. Her leather was cold. Y'all see her leather? <laughs> she was straight. His brothers kicking it, throwing Mike Malone in the air, throwing Jokic in the air. That was dope, man. 
Um, next for Nuggets, man. Listen, the Nuggets were 16 to 4 in the playoffs. Bruce Bryant has a player option, and everyone else is signed. It's hard to repeat, but shit, they gotta go in as the favors. You know what I'm saying? Like that that pick and roll with Jokic and Murray, stop it. You gotta get a motherfucker that can put a body on Big Yoke. AD tried his hardest and gave it to Jokic, and they got swept. Do the math. Rudy Gobert, what do you do with Jokic? Not a damn thing. What did DeAndre Aiden do with Jokic? Not a damn thing. They put cut. AD tried. He tried. Shout out. Next for the Heat. They're the second AFC to make the finals, 99 Knicks. They got Strews, Vincent, a couple other motherfuckers, unrestricted VAs, Kyle Lowry going in the final year of his contract with them. You got Jimmy, Bam, and Hero signed through 25. My thing is, do we go for Dame? My thing is, Jimmy got to recover. Jimmy getting older, but Jimmy got to Jimmy. If Jimmy was hurt, we know Jimmy was hurt, fam. Jimmy now hurt is going to go a little different way, right? Bam played better. I still need Bam to average 24 and 13 for the series, though. So he got to work on this shit. And Hero, without no Hero out there, that was a 20-point game. Uh, score they got. You know what I mean, Hero extension kicked in next year. So, go for Dame. We got to give up some motherfuckers. As long as we, we ain't giving up Jimmy and Bound for sure. But do we might have to give up Hero to get Dame? Do we do that? Jimmy getting older, Dame getting older. Uh, do we do that? Or we give up all the other cats? We sign and trade Struz and Vincent and them for Dame. And then sign other cats. Or do we just let Hero go for dang? You know what I mean? We got something to think about, man. I don't know. It's too early in the process now. It all depends on what Dane want to do, though. All depends what Dane want to do. Motherfuckers talking that Westbrook shit for the Heat. We don't, I don't know. They, I don't know. They think they need a motherfucker that hit some tracks. Westbrook too streaky. Westbrook needs to stay with the Clippers anyway. That's where he belongs, man. You know, it's all good. I had the Heat in seven. Or the Nuggets in six, if they figured out the two three, they figured out the two three and made it happen. Most of the games were close though. They were they weren't they weren't all like blowouts and shit. Like Denver just plays very, very well. So if we even look at the let me look at the look at the games, man. Game one, 104-93. Game two, 111 Heat. 109-94 Denver. Game three. Game four, 108-95, Denver. Yeah, they was kind of, yeah, Denver handled that shit. Baby. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he handled that shit. Jokic is elite, man. Jokic is elite. He could have won it this year. He didn't, but, I mean, he played for the rewards, not the awards, and he got the reward, yo. All right, y'all. Just getting the quick ones. What I got? What I got for the quick ones? Um, Shannon Sharp says goodbye to Undisputed fans today. Right? And sees you later to his fans. It was a very classy goodbye today to his team at FS1. I appreciated that. He showed us humility and dedication. We don't use the word humble. Look and see what the word humble means. You only humble before God, not before man. I'm a fan of both Shannon Sharp and Skip Bellis. I'm a fan of their show Undisputed. So for to know it's not going to be the same what it used to be, it's a wrap for me. That's a two and a half hours. <laughs> Five days a week that I ain't listening to no more. Skip pissed me off 
because he said the shit to Tom Brady shit, and then he did the Demar Hamlin shit, and I used to listen to Skip podcast just to hear him talk his shit. But I stopped listening to Skip because the writing was on the wall. I, I felt that shit. You know what I mean, you disrespect a man in public, you gotta apologize in public though. My eyes started to well up as well when Shannon, you know what I'm saying? He's like, I'm not going to cry. I'm going to cry in the car, but I'm not going to cry now. Like, you know what I mean, emotional brother, he know that was tough. You know what I mean, that was to Skip. I couldn't hold it in, though, you know what I'm saying? Skip Skip couldn't look up at him consistently because he had to hold his t- in his tears. So, hey, I told y'all to play already. I tweeted it out today. I've been holding it. I told the play next should be Shannon Sharp and Joy Taylor going over to NBC Sports, and they can do what they want to do. The same time that the Undisputed run, they want to do 8.30 to 11. They want to do 9, 9 and 11. They want to do 9.30 to 11. They want to do 10 to 12. I'll let them set their schedule. NBC Sports, we rolling. Now, I know they might got the Dan Patrick show in the morning, but shit, somebody we got to figure it out, man. They got to get in where they fit in. They got to get in where they fit in. But that'd be great for both of them. And it's Home Depot girl shit. That's a woman, first of all. It ain't the Home Depot girl. So it's all silly as shit. Silly shit going on. The, the, the woman is fine. She's fine as fuck, you know what I mean? The motherfucker's telling her to stop working there and get in OnlyFans. Like, what? That's disrespectful to her. It's disrespectful to the OnlyFans motherfuckers, too. Everyone doesn't have to show their body to make money. They Some people use their brain. So therefore, but for her to say, I ain't got to work at OnlyFans, it wasn't disrespectful from her. It was disrespectful for them putting her in that situation. Because some motherfuckers on OnlyFans, everybody on OnlyFans ain't all selling what their body look like. I don't think so. Some people might be on there giving game. So, I mean, Shaq ass with the boyfriend shit, that was silly. But that's Shaq though. Tell your boyfriends I said hello. Shaq is just whatever. Did he shoot his shot? Maybe, but I don't think so. Read an article on the route that was silly talking about the misogynistic tweets and aftermath of the Home Depot girl and shaming sex workers. Man, ain't nobody shaming no motherfucking sex workers, fam. Everybody be you. Who the fuck you need to be. You don't need no approval or validation. Leave that woman alone, man. Like that woman, I don't think she can work at Home Depot no more. They said she got doxxed or whatever. Like motherfuckers know where she work at now, coming up in there just to fuck with her. So it's a wrap, dog. That's crazy, though. Shout out to the Home Depot woman. She's pretty. And she's like, shit, I ain't got to do that. That's something I don't want to do. And like, why, why she got to explain why she don't want to do OnlyFans? That bothers me. This bullying shit, man. Social media is the devil, man. She said she had two mental breakdowns over this shit, man. Like social media, the devil, man. You punk motherfuckers, do something else with your life than being on so be on social media. Every free chance you get, you grabbing your phone, going on social media. You looking at likes and views and all that shit. About what? About what? That shit. And to harass a person that damn near she got to quit her job. That's just ridiculous because she's pretty. You thirsty motherfuckers, man. Damn, get out the house, man. Get out the house. Get your confidence together. Get your class together, man. Support your own American-born African. I got it right. Black on media for everyone, man. Let's do a follow network on various platforms. Confidenceintheclutch.pobby.com. Wherever listen to your podcast, search Confidence in the Clutch. Follow, share, rate, review is important. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at K&K. Visit us on Facebook at Confidence in the Clutch. Weekly, Donald Nelson, Dizzle, DZ, Dizos, Dizos, Don P, Don D, Don Rilla. Host Conference in the Clutch Podcast with Donald Nelson. Conference in the Clutch Podcast about sports, entertainment, music, culture, religion, politics, and society. I forgot to say 
thoughts and prayers to those that was injured in the shootings in Denver last night. Like nine people, 10 people got shot. One was in critical condition. Like, man, we got to do better, yo. Celebration don't involve gunplay, and it's okay to have a disagreement. Just do like this and go the other way, man. Have a safe and healthy night, y'all. If you listen during the daytime, create a great day on purpose, man. We about this bitch page. Three, two, one. Confidence on three in the clutch on six. One, two, three. Confidence. Four, five, six. In the clutch. Confidence in the clutch.